The Foolish Consistency of Vocabulary Quizzes by Walter Bown, first published in the Courier Post, December 1st, 2016. On end-of-the-year surveys, my English students generally ranked vocabulary assessments as the bane of their existence. A typical student averaged way too many hours studying for a quiz that generally monopolized an entire class, or three weeks out of ten months. To explain this madness, Professor Carol Ann Tomlinson at the University of Virginia uses an apt analogy. It never made sense to me to ask students to memorize lists of words, she writes in the forward to Sandra Whitaker's book, Wordplay. That would be like asking them to memorize the phone book instead of learning about people in the town. In fact, Whitaker admits that such traditional practices were not meeting her students' needs. If the goal was for students to own a lot of words, none of the practices I had tried was working, she writes. As far as practice, my students would play with the words in vocabulary applications and improvisations. Take the words, for example, and then write a satire of Swift's A Modest Proposal, or write your own Song of Myself, or a missing chapter from The Great Gatsby. The research against standard memorization vocabulary quizzes is out there, in the journals from the National Council of Teachers of English, and in books like Words Their Way by Donald Bayer et al. The best way to learn vocabulary is word consciousness and word awareness, using good literature and sophisticated language in the classroom. And so at the beginning of 2015, I trashed the traditional quiz and elevated the pleasure. No more Scantron Fridays. My students were required to write a new chapter of a novel for each vocabulary unit. As a parent, I would rather have my child show me pages of creative written work. I would rather have this and so much more than a single Scantron with a fuzzy number in item correct. As a parent, I would never place such an item correct quiz in a file to save. I would save their creative written work. Such work shows personality and creativity. There are well over a million words in the English language. Most vocabulary books have 20 words, 20 units, 20 words each. That's only 400 words per year. For 12 years of schooling, that's only 4,800 words, or a tiny fraction of all the words in English. Why then does vocabulary with such a tiny fraction weigh so heavily in students' grades? Or they can, right? Why should any student fail English because of a vocabulary quiz? And just who made Sadler Oxford the arbiter of all essential words? A supervisor at my daughter's school, um, I won't say it, but it's there, uh, told me that vocabulary drill was essential for high SAT scores. This is the, uh, this is the attitude, right? I saw my daughter copy definition after definition, needing to define every synonym and antonym. It took pages and hours of work, and the teacher just brushed by to check her work. The vocabulary test was a Herculean task. And now she has graduated from that same high-performing school and never once wrote a comprehensive research paper, or a poem, or a story, or creative nonfiction. That's just criminal negligence. Ah, it's not criminal negligence. What would I call that? Uh, I would call that educational malpractice. Now the SAT has changed. No more drill on vocabulary, and colleges like Swarthmore and Columbia and many others no longer require the SAT for admittance. The best way to understand and admire the beauty of the English language is to use the English language. Read and write, write and read. No computer program is necessary for this. Just yesterday, I was listening to Thomas Paine's Common Sense in the Car. Yeah, I'm one of those guys. 
The vocabulary of that wizard of words was overwhelming. It was a masterful treatise that we use in AP to study persuasion. I contend that the bulk of words that we study in class should come from complete text. Show the words in action. Isolate the word. Understand its context, its connotative and denotative use. Show the flexibility of the word. To become better readers and better writers, we need to close the vocabulary books. Great writers did not use vocabulary books. They read challenging material. Plato, Cicero, Gibbons. And when students are excited about the 70 pages of a budding novel they have composed, you know you have done the right thing as a teacher. We have limited classroom time. Right? 54 minutes, 45 minutes. Let's spend our time wisely. And like my second daughter, Nancy, with her last year at that same school where my daughter, older daughter went to, a kid who devours books studying for hours for a final vocabulary assessment, she had over like 2,000 words. She was studying 2,000 words. She said, Dad, this is insane. I agreed. Fortunately, she's attending, uh, she attended a new school her sophomore year. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, I live in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I teach at Eastern High School in Voorhees. Uh, for This is my like 21st year. Um, you can go to waterbound.com if that website's still up. Uh, if not, just Google search me, uh, and it will uh, give you a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, I'm on Spotify, two different uh, podcasts, Down With Bound and Liberating the Educators. I also have a ton of stuff on YouTube, so just check out my channel. Go to Waterbound, uh, B-O-W-N-E. Uh, thank you for listening. I'd love to hear your comments. Uh, take care. Bye-bye.